0: and proposal emails and so much more. All you gotta do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're gonna send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're gonna get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening, you're awesome. What is up, my friends? I hope you're doing well today. Hope you're having a great day. Grant Baldwin here. Welcome back to the Speaker Lab podcast. Great to have you here with us today. I'm excited about today's guest and today's episode. We are on episode 22 here in the month of March and we're going to get to today's guest in just a second here, but I want to let you I want to go ahead and tell you to do something, all right? I want you to go ahead and mark down March 16th. March 16th that's going to be a Wednesday 2016 at the time of this recording here. So if you listen some of this way into the future, first of all, don't listen so far in the future. I don't want you to listen live. I don't want you to miss out on stuff. So again, March the 16th You're going to want to mark that down on your calendar. You're going to want to go to thespeakerlab.com slash author, thespeakerlab.com slash author. You may be going, Grant, but why? You haven't even told me why you're just telling me dates. Why do I need to go there? We're going to be hosting a, I'm going to co-host actually a, a free workshop, a free training with my buddy Rob Kosberg of Bestseller Publishing. And uh, on March 16th, he's going to be doing a a free training for us all about how to to publish, promote, and profit from a book. So as a speaker, I know that you are someone who is probably interested in writing a book if you don't already have a book. I know for me personally, I actually self-published a book a few years ago and sold over 30,000 physical copies of that book. 30,000 physical copies. And and so many, I would say 95% plus of those book sales have come as a direct result of being a speaker. So I would go speak somewhere, people enjoy the speaking, okay, I'm I'm looking for more information, and therefore I'd I'd line up and pay, you know, 10 bucks for a book. so having a book is not only great for credibility as a speaker, but it's also great, great for an additional revenue stream and a a revenue source. So Rob's going to be teaching us all about that March 16th. It's going to be a live free webinar that you're going to want to register for. Again, you can go to thespeakerlab.com slash author. Again, the speaker Lab.com slash author. He's gonna teach us all about how to get going as a author, as a and get your book published, get it out there and promote it in the world. So definitely don't miss out on that. Again, thespeakerlab.com slash author. So today's guest is none other than Rob Kosberg. So Rob and I, we're going to be talking a little bit more about the webinar. We're going to be talking about how he got into publishing, uh, some things he's learned along the way, what works, what doesn't. I think you're really going to enjoy this. But again, this is just the tip of the iceberg of what we're going to be talking about March 16th. So make sure you register for that. So without further ado, let's get into it. Here's my conversation with bestseller publishing founder, Rob Kosberg. Enjoy. (music) Hey there, my friend, Graham Baldwin here. Welcome back to the Speaker Lab podcast. Today, I'm joined by my buddy, Rob Cosberg. We're going to be talking all about self-publishing, about media, but we got a bunch of different uh, directions we're going to be going today. A lot to cover. So Rob, how you doing, buddy? I'm
1: doing great. Great to be with you, Grant. Looking forward to it.
0: Awesome, man. Well, we are going to be hanging out for an extended period of time in the near future, actually Wednesday, March the 16th, and we're going to be talking a little bit about that more in a little while. But for people that are just getting familiar with you, learning about who you are and what you're up to, give us kind of a high-level view of your business and what you got your hand in.
1: Yeah, we've done a few services for coaches, consultants, speakers, entrepreneurs, etc., that want to write a book. And not just any book, but a book that makes an impact, a bestseller, and then use that book to book speaking engagements, get on TV, radio, et cetera. So we call it publish, promote, and profit, kind of three phases of using a bestselling book to grow a million-dollar business and brands. It's a blast. Love the people that I work with.
0: Gotcha. So it sounds like from what you said there, the a pre, I guess somewhat of a prerequisite for getting some of the, not necessarily a prerequisite, it's not, I don't think that's the right word, but a key leverage point for getting speaking engagements and media appearances is having some type of book. Why is it that a book is so effective and powerful for that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great question. You know, one word and that's credibility. I have two full-time publicists as an example that work in my office in Pasadena and you know we have our little formula of how we book clients. We book clients on you know in the New York Times, Success Magazine, Lucky Magazine, Entrepreneur TV, all over the country. And part of the formula is a: you have to be a credible authority and expert in your in your field. And you know when you've written a best-selling book on your expertise, then you know you uh, just automatically become an expert in the speaker organizer's eyes in the producer's eyes that might book you for a TV show or radio show.
0: Yeah, it seems like I definitely would agree with that, that there is that perceived, you wrote the book, therefore you're the expert. I know for me, uh, whenever I got started speaking, that was something I heard from a lot of people. If you want to be the expert, you got to write the book. Uh, Do you think it is possible to get, I'll hold my thoughts back on this, but do you think it's possible to get speaking engagements and media appearances and so on and so forth without a book?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, anything is possible. It's possible to, you know, pull your own teeth and fill your own cavities. But, you know, <laughs> you might want to go to a dentist for that, right? Sure. <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's absolutely possible. But I, you know, I may mean, give you an example of one client that comes to mind. I have a client that sold his Internet startup for one hundred and thirty million dollars to Intel. And he wanted to go on the TED Talk circuit and he wanted to start speaking something he hadn't done And the very first thing that his agent told him is, you need to go and have a book written or write a book. And the guy said, you know, I just sold my business for $130 million. And the agent said, well, that's not enough. You need to have your own book. So he came to me, and we've uh, worked on his book. So, you know, you can have great, great success behind you, but having a book is just that extra step of credibility.
0: Gotcha. I, I think that I think that makes sense. And I would, you know, that's one of the things we talk a lot about, in, in some of our, our webinars and workshops and trainings is that you don't have to have a book to get started. But if you have one, it certainly helps. It's not going to hurt your cause at all. And I think at times it can make things that much easier. Plus, and I'm sure we make it into this later, but having a book or some type of resource is as another selling point where you can go into speak and maybe get paid to speak. But then you can also sell back of the room, and it just can be another revenue stream for a speaker or for a individual brand. So I'm curious for you, I mean, obviously we'll, again, we'll get into more of the the publishing side of stuff, but how did you get into this in the first place?
1: Yeah, you know, I'd love to say that it just came about easy and everything worked out great. As
0: as it always does.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. You know, I'm an overnight success that failed, uh, you know, for 20 years. Well, you know, short version, I, I owned three businesses in the real estate niche in the early 2000s and this was in Florida. And those businesses were, you know, wildly successful. We were doing over $100 million a year in closings, you know, several million dollars a year in personal income to me. And, of course, you know what happened in 2007 and 8 the financial crisis and real estate crisis hit. And those businesses were completely destroyed by it. I actually closed the doors to those businesses in 2008. And uh, as you might imagine, you know, being in my early 40s at that time, it was super painful. Mm-hmm. And so I did not want to continue in real estate. I had been in real estate for a long time since I was 18 years old. And I wanted to reinvent myself. And it was suggested that I write a book, even though I had never really thought of writing a book before. And, you know, short version, the book did really well, uh, became a bestseller. It got me featured on radio, television, speaking engagements, etc. And more importantly for me is it helped me to generate hundreds of leads a week because of the way we used it to grow a business at the height of the financial crisis. I grew a brand new business from zero to over a million dollars in income all on the back of the book. And this is, again, back in 2008, 2009. And so I literally just had people coming to me asking me, you know, how I'm driving new clients in my business, how I'm getting known in my business, how I got my radio show. And uh, this was all in the financial services arena. And I told them, you know, I did it with a book, my own best-selling book. And so people started asking me, could I help them with it? And, of course, I didn't know because I'd never helped someone else do it, but just started fumbling around and, and making mistakes and and achieving some successes back in like 2010, 2011. And after a while, we kind of developed a, a format, a formula to do it and produce consistent results in about every industry that you can imagine and uh, I loved it. Found that I loved it so much, and I love the people that I work with. that I sold my financial services company a few years ago, and started bestseller publishing. And and now this is all I do. This is my primary focus.
0: So, whenever you wrote the book, how did it? Because at the time, you you is it was that your first book? It was my first book. Yep. So you're coming out of real estate, still kind of licking your wounds from that. Totally. Uh, write a book, and it goes on to become a bestseller. How did it achieve such significant status? Given that you know at the time you're. Things had gone well, but it's also at the same time things that sound like they were at the bottom and fallen out a little bit on the real estate market. So, how did you achieve such bestseller success without any, like any other, like significant thing going on behind the scenes?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there were significant things going on behind the scenes, but it was primarily my own marketing of the book. Um, You know, as you might imagine, I writing my first book and being unknown in a new industry, I wasn't going to get any kind of book deal. Exactly. You you need a massive audience to get even a tiny book deal from a publisher because publishers don't know how to sell books. They only know how to use someone else's platform, an author's platform. And so, you know, I wasn't going to get that. But what I was good at, I mean, I was good at marketing. I knew how to market my real estate business. The problem was that the real estate market had completely frozen for almost two years. I was in like the Florida luxury real estate market. So I still knew how to market. And what I did is I turned all my attention to marketing my book and using my book as the front end, if you will, of a marketing funnel that would bring leads into my company. So the book became a bestseller, not really because I wanted it to become a bestseller, but because I was marketing it so heavily with the end result in mind being that I needed new clients. And I you know, just took the advice of the people that were around me, different groups that I was a part of, that you know, your book will help you to generate some of the best clients you'll ever have. And I learned that to be true.
0: So how are you using the book to generate those new clients? Because I think everybody who wants to write a book wants to write it for different reasons. So some people, it's kind of the, It's a bucket list item. I just want to check it off to say that I did it. You know, some people want to do it to share a certain piece of content or viewpoint or knowledge with an audience, or some people want to use it as for revenue. But for you, it was more of a, sounds like a lead generation tool. So how did that work? How did that kind of work out as a, I guess, as a, to generate new leads?
1: Yeah. I mean, I can share, you know, a couple of, a couple of different things that we did pretty successfully. But let me say one thing about, you know, like even the person that wants to write, you know, as a bucket list item, you know, no one wants to write a book and then, you know, sell 50 copies in its lifetime. And, and the, you know, the average book sells 200 copies in its lifetime. And so, you know, if you do nothing as far as marketing goes on your book and you just, you know, put it out into the world, so to speak, then you're going to absolutely fall into the mean or the average. And, and, you know, you're going to have poured out your blood into this book that nobody is interested in. And no one wants that. So even though I had a specific purpose in mind, I know everybody wants their book read. And so, you know, what we did really successfully is we did a lot of online marketing, which honestly works a lot better today than it did in 2008, 2009, 2010. But I did a ton of pay-per-click and online marketing which after we got our online marketing figured out, you know, I was able basically to uh, make money kind of right out of the gate because people would buy the book through my marketing and a good percentage of them would become clients. And then probably the biggest success was I started, I got an opportunity because of my book to be on a radio show and I got like this little two minute weekly segment on this uh, local radio show in South Florida terrestrial radio not internet radio and you know it went really well especially you know that people were still coming out of the financial crisis and my book was a financial book and so we started marketing my book on the radio and within about a year because of the success of that I ended up getting my own radio show 15 minutes and then 30 minutes and then an hour and then literally I was doing 4 hours of live radio a week a little like uh, kind of a tiny version Dave Ramsey if right, you right right where it was a call-in show, and so I would sell my books on that, and I even started giving away my books because we found that for every 16 books we gave away, we brought in a new client that was worth $5,000 to my company. So, you know, as you might imagine, those metrics work out pretty good because it only costs us three or four bucks to print the book, and $5,000 for a client's well worth it.
0: So you mentioned that the book was kind of in the financial services industry. Can you give us more yep. of a, a view of what the book was about, and then how did people actually go from I read a book to now I'm I want to be a five thousand dollar client? So what was bridge that gap for us there?
1: Yeah. So the book is called Life After Debt, and again, uh, Dave Ramsey. I know you know uh, who Dave is, and maybe many of your listeners do as well. And you know Dave's kind of grandma's advice, if you will, on getting out of debt. Well, mine was that, but it was also how to deal with serious crisis for someone that, you know, has business related debt and things like that. And so I had a couple lawyers help me and whatnot. So the book itself was, even though very, very simple and a very short book, it was geared towards both personal and business. And so, you know, what I did as far as how that Person became someone that became a 5,000 hour client for me. Is, you know, we would offer the book, for example, on live radio. We'd say during a break or some type of call to action, hey, if you're interested in getting Rob's uh, number one best selling book, Life After Debt, then just call into the radio station right now and we'll get you a discounted copy. Or as I said, after a while, we started just giving the copies away. And, you know, that would generate hundreds of telephone calls every single week into my office and into the radio station. And so I had a sales staff. And all of this didn't happen overnight, of course, because, you know, that it started very, very slowly because we didn't even know if this would work. And I didn't even have a sales staff in the very beginning. But after a while, you know, when you're dealing with hundreds of people calling in every week to get a, a copy of your book or a discounted version or a workbook or something related to it, You know, the sales guys would take the call, and it was a very, very soft sell. They'd basically say, hey, we have your information. We'll ship you out a copy of Rob's book. But listen, while we're on the telephone together, you know, I'm a a program manager here, you know, at, at Rob's company. Tell me about your situation, and let's see if I can help you and advise you. And so, you know, just a very kind of soft, tell me more about what's going on. And many people, there was nothing going on they just wanted the book or they wanted the book for somebody else, but a percentage of them, there was a lot going on that we could actually help with. And some of those people became clients. Interesting. All right, cool. So, but I
0: mean, for something like that, the book is really the kind of, I guess in conjunction with the radio show, that's kind of the entry point. I mean, that's the, without the book, there's no real, I guess in, in internet marketing jargon of that's kind of the lead magnet that get people in the door. And so like you even mentioned that it's, more than just hey, here's a downloadable PDF or here's a, a free little cheat sheet thing, but it's you know it's a tangible physical thing, which in the world of internet and pixels and bytes and all that stuff that people still value like this physical thing. They just view a physical actual book differently than just a um, you know like a, a PDF download.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And so you know if when I was giving it away for free. You know, a lot of authors will hear that or, you know, even business people will hear that and will, you know, kind of shudder like, gosh, I don't want to I don't want to have to come out of pocket to give something away and ship it out. And I certainly understand the fear of that. But, you know, if you have a way to help people, that's, you know, a bigger opportunity both for your business and for them to get the real help that they need for their life or their business or their marriage or their family or whatever it is, then you have an opportunity to impact people in a really, really positive way and grow your business. And so from our standpoint, it wasn't much of a risk to do that because we tested, we started slow and, you know, we were able to grow a really cool business and help a lot of people and get the book into, I think it's been sold probably, you know, not, I mean, not a ton relative to a lot of books, but maybe 40,000 times since it came out in 2009. Nice. We,
0: and I can speak to that myself, just in my own experience. I've, I had a self-published book uh, come out several years ago, and we've sold about 30,000 physical copies of it. And there were uh, you know a lot of times where we sold it, but there were also a handful of times where strategically it made sense to give it away for free to decision makers, especially as a speaker, who were interested or considering and hiring me to speak. And so in that case, it became like a really nice high-end business card you know, where I could send that to cl- Now, again, like you kind of alluded to, I wouldn't just give it away willy-nilly to anybody and everybody but I wanted to make sure it was going to the right people and in those cases it made total sense to like you said spend you know a couple bucks on a book uh, for the potential of a speaking engagement that could be worth you know several thousand dollars so one thing I want to go back to something you said earlier that I think was really valuable is I think a lot of times especially if you have a, a new book we just think you know how do I get in front of a publisher how do I get in front of, a, of an agent that's really all I got to do if I just get a publisher get an agent and then I'm off to the races but you said the line that like publishers don't sell books Books. Publishers don't market books. So can you tell me a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it certainly goes against conventional wisdom, doesn't it? <laughs> like, Very much so. Yeah. What, what do I'm... you need a publisher for if they're not going to help you to sell your book? You know, the truth of the matter is if you go to a traditional publisher, a traditional publisher almost doesn't care at all what your topic is, how revolutionary your information is, they're going to ask you the same series of questions. They want to know how big your email list is. They want to know how big your social media following is. They want to know how many people are friends of yours on LinkedIn or Facebook, et cetera, how many past clients you have, all of that. So, you know, the reality is, you know, what they're looking for is for you as the author to already have a platform. And if you have a platform, then, you know, they'll give you a tiny advance in many cases it'll be you know these days maybe as little as 5 or 10,000 bucks if you have a big a huge huge platform then they might give you a little bit more money and of course you know they're going to take complete control over your book so they're not going to be the ones to market your book they're going to demand that you market your book to your platform and of course self publishing has beautifully changed you know the entire landscape because now i mean you even have guys that command seven figure book advances like Seth Godin, like Tim Ferriss, that are now publishing under their own publishing brand because they don't want to lose control and the future royalties of their books. So I think for a lot of people, there's this dream that they're going to get a big publishing deal. But the reality is that may be more of a nightmare than a dream.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I mean, realistically, you know, just like you said, to kind of set the stage here, I think probably 95, 99% of people listening to this, like in your current situation, won't be able to get a traditional uh, book deal. And so you'd be looking more toward a self-publishing thing. And like you said, there's you have more control over that. You don't have to check with people on what the cover looks like or how many pages it is or fonts and any of that, just like the nuances, how you're going to sell it, how much you're going to sell it for. But then there's also the side of, from a revenue standpoint, of how much you're going to actually make meaning i know for me whenever i would print a book typically i could print a book for about a buck and i could sell it for usually around 10 bucks so i i would make a 9 dollar spread that was really really good whereas if i was working with a let's say a traditional publisher it would generally be the opposite meaning they might sell the book for 10 bucks and i might get 1 of that so from a financial standpoint it's much much more lucrative to self publish especially if you have the built-in sales channels like speaking or media or just kind of building your own audience there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know you're 100% right. I mean the best analogy I could give you is if you go to the bank looking for a loan and you need the money, you're probably not going to get it. <laughs> but if you go to the bank looking for a loan and you don't need the money, they'll probably give you all you want. And a publisher, a traditional publisher is the same way. I mean if you need a traditional publisher to give you money, then you're probably not going to get a deal. On the other hand, if you already have a platform and you already have a way to sell your books, then you don't need a traditional publisher. What you need to do is you need to sell your book like your traditional publisher is going to require of you anyway and keep all the money (laughs) rather than giving it to them. Gotcha.
0: Again, we kind of touched on this earlier, but we're going to be hanging out in the next couple days or so at the, uh, where we're going to be talking a little bit more about this. So if people want to, I'm going to go ahead and throw out the URL, but then we'll talk more about it. But if people want to register, we're going to be doing a, a free live webinar, live workshop. We're going to be talking a lot more in depth on this. And so if you're interested, you can go register over at thespeakerlab.com slash author. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash author. But Rob, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what we are going to be uh, talking about. And again, we're going to be doing this on uh, Wednesday, March the 16th. So uh, if this is already passed, if you're listening to this way off into the future, first of all, you need to subscribe to the show so you're not missing out when episodes come out and you miss time-sensitive goodness like this. But then also, go ahead and register there and you can still catch the replay of it. But Rob, tell us a little bit more about what we'll be uh, talking about whenever we, we hang out.
1: Yeah, there are three primary areas that people need to be successful in with their book. The first is in writing The correct book and in how they can write it. You know, most people that are my clients, they're not the kind that sit down and write a thousand words a day. It's only a very, very tiny percentage. So, we're going to talk about how to write your book and what to write about so that you're writing about the correct thing. We call that publish. And then the promote phase is all about how to promote your book, how to use paid advertising, press releases, social media to make your book a bestseller, even if you have no platform whatsoever. And then the profit phase is all about how to use your book to get speaking engagements, how to use your book to get PR, TV, radio, media, magazines, etc., and then how to use your book to ge- actually generate leads and grow a business or sell a product and service.
0: So, uh, it sounds like I mean, this is going to be applicable uh, for a lot of different types of people. So, if I have a book or if I don't have a book, maybe I just have an idea, and maybe I've, you know, I've written a couple chapters or I've just got an outline or I've just got a rough concept that's swimming around in my head. I mean, it sounds like this is going to be applicable and relevant on the published side, correct?
1: Yeah, totally. 100%. It's going to, you know, if you've already written a book, no worries. We're going to hit a ton on promoting it and profiting from it. If you haven't written a book, then you're going to get everything you need. Awesome.
0: Again, uh, I would encourage you if you are looking to uh, get your book out, and if you've got the book done and you want to get it out and promote it and profit from it, this is definitely for you. And again, like, uh, like Rob just said, if you don't have the book ready, you're still kind of working on it, still thinking through some ideas, kicking around what that might look like. Uh, you're definitely going to want to catch the, the publishing and, uh, and the other promote profit pieces as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Again, that's going to be on Wednesday, March the 16th. It's going to be a totally live, totally free workshop, so you're not going to want to miss that. Again, you can go register. Over over at thespeakerlab.com slash author. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash author. We'll be sure to throw that link in the show notes as well. So
1: Rob, to wrap up any final words of wisdom? Yeah. You know, the only thing I'd say is look, write your book with the help of a company like mine or without. Don't leave your story left untold. Make the time and do it because it could change your life.
0: And again, we're just scratching the surface here, so we're going to be going way more in depth on this Wednesday, March the 16th, so again, be sure to uh, register for that. So in the meantime, hey, Rob, if people want to check out more about you, what you're up to, and find out more about your, your company, where can we go?
1: Yeah, go to my website. It's bestsellerpublishing.org, bestsellerpublishing.org, tons of stuff on there, free content, uh, you know, case studies, various things that should help people.
0: Cool. And again, we'll, uh, we'll look up to that as well. So Rob, looking forward to hanging out with you in the, uh, the next couple days on again Wednesday, March the 16th. And uh, so we'll be, be having a good time. We'll be totally live, doing lots of live Q&A as well. So if you've got any questions about again whether you got a book, whether you don't have a book, wherever you're at in your, your journey with, uh, with publishing, self-publishing, bring your questions. We're both going to be there live,
1: helping you out however we can. So uh, looking forward to hanging out with you there, buddy. Same here, brother. Thanks so much. Good chatting with you.
0: All right, there you go, my friends. Hope you enjoyed that chit-chat with Rob Kosberg. Again, we are going to be uh, having a live free workshop on, let's see here, March the 16th. Uh, You can go to thespeakerlab.com slash author. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash author. If you're listening to this way in the future, you can still go ahead and register. We'll get you the replay of that. Don't want you to miss out on it. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, that wraps up today's episode, boys and girls. Hope you learned some stuff. Hope you were inspired to take action. I hope that's the case with every single episode, that it's more than you just listening and thinking about it, but you actually doing something with the information that we've shared with you. So you're awesome, my friends. We'll see you soon.